Hello and welcome to an episode of Her Business Rules where I publicly call myself out on the five biggest mistakes I've made in my business. Um, today is not easy for me to sit here and actually start sharing those mistakes with the world. But hey, we grow, we learn, and if you don't make mistakes, then what's the point, right? We have to learn something out of every mistake we make. Well, these are not all the mistakes I've made in business, but these are five big mistakes because I've been in online business for 10 years this year. 2021 is my 10th year in online business. And I have taken that online business from local to international five years ago. And during those five years, I made a bunch of mistakes for sure, but some of them had the most impact of how much I've grown now. And all of them ended up with me creating my dream business a couple months ago, which is her digital business which has this podcast that you're listening to right now yay so the number one mistake I did was chasing numbers and I'm not only talking in the sense of chasing Instagram follower number or page like numbers nope I went a little bit too far with this and I was chasing numbers of almost everything the email list subscribers, the social media followers, the likes and comments on each and every post that I post, the number of posts that I want to create or videos that I want to create or blog posts that I want to create or the number of people who view my posts on Pinterest, I went crazy. And because of that and of course, with a mix of basing my business only on passion where I should have focused more on skill, more than passion, I ended up changing my business name multiple times, changing my title a bajillion times, and I ended up deleting full websites with lots of blog posts on them. I deleted a lot of videos or hid a lot of videos from my YouTube channel, and I felt like I came to a point where I felt like I was doing things in a more of a chaotic way just for the sake of having so many content, so many pieces of content and uh, so much available everywhere so people could see that I am quote unquote professional. This was a huge mess and I even, I didn't even listen to the advice from people around me telling me like, this video wasn't actually your best work or this piece of content doesn't actually represent what you do. It has a little bit of contradiction and I just wouldn't listen. I kept creating and creating thinking that um, creating more without, you know, focusing on the little details would actually help and it didn't. And I am proud of myself that I actually took the decision to delete those websites, delete those brand names. And um, if you are one of my Udemy students, then you are the only one who still can see my old logos, my old brand names, because I have them in the intros of those courses. Of course, I'm in the middle of updating all of this now, but until that happens, my Udemy students are the best because they've been through all of these branding changes and all of these um, uh, brand colors and looks changes but thankfully when it comes to creating courses I know what I'm doing and that is something I'm so proud of and I didn't have to change anything about that so yeah it's not all bad right and what I've learned from this mistake is that it doesn't matter if you have one good piece of content it's so much more powerful than having a blog where you have 200 posts of you just adding to the noise you know what I mean so with that said, this mistake was the number one mistake because now when I tell someone that I have been in the online space for the past five years, the only proof I could give them is the courses I have on Udemy since 2015. Other than that, no blog posts, no videos, nothing, nada. 
of course, now the only way and the only um, way that I'm actually in love with in creating content is what you're listening to right now, Her Business Rules podcast. And it's something that I created with the intention to have it last for years and years to come. No more branding changes, no more changing the show name or the logo or the business name or whatever. These days are long gone and I'm proud and happy of everything that I'm creating from now on. Yay. Mistake number two was buying every single course on the planet. Every time someone of the people I follow creates a new course, I would just go invest in it right away. That said, all of us have a pile of courses that we don't finish for one or more reason. I'm a mom. You don't, if, if you are a mom, you know what I'm talking about, mom guilt. Uh, so if you're taking the time to go through a full course that is 16 hours or 20 hours, it's kind of crazy. Like you won't be able to finish it in the time you want to finish it in. And you end up feeling guilty for buying all of those courses and not finishing them and guilty for the money you invested in that course and guilty for so many things that it gets you lost a bit. You know what I mean? So... But what I learned from that is as a course creator myself, I realized that what I was doing was right because the courses I created for Udemy and that I have been creating and I will keep creating for as long as I can live are almost all of them are less than two hours. And most of them are about an hour and a half where I tell people a solution to a single problem and I keep it short and sweet. Even that podcast, when I saw, when I wanted to create a podcast, I've seen people create up an episode with 30 minutes or 40 minutes. Yeah, that's awesome. They do have a lot of value to add. But if we actually skim it down to the value inside that episode, it wouldn't be more than 10 minutes. And people are busy. And I know that. I'm a busy person. <laughs> so this is why I try to keep all of my courses and all of my content very, very short to help people get along with their day while getting the value they needed from that specific piece of content. And that includes courses and podcasts and everything moving forward. So what I learned from buying all of those courses is that the course needs to be focused only around the transformation and try the course creator's mission or one of their biggest missions is to deliver that outcome of the course in as little time as possible, not the other way around. And there is no need to make the course too long or too big just to justify the price. I would buy a thousand dollar course that is 30 minutes. I wouldn't mind. If it has something that I really, really need, then I'm going to do that. Actually, I'll do it even happier because I know it will. I will finish that course in one sitting. So I won't have to get come, keep coming back to it over and over again. Mistake number three, using automations. And here, don't come for me, please, automation lovers, but um, using automations in business is something very, very important. I do it, I teach it, but the way we use automations is different from one business to another. I saw people, and I have learned from a lot of gurus that tell you to automate everything, all of the emails, all of the social media posts, everything everything just so you can have that imaginary um that imaginary idea of you sitting on the beach sipping your favorite drink and the money keeps rolling in and well it's 2021 we know that this this imagination um i don't want to say that it's too fake maybe it's real for some people but it doesn't come with only automation so automating some of the processes is really good, is okay, but some other uh, aspects of your business need to have a human element. I used to, um, and I'm going to say this in mistake number five too, but I used to, it's kind of hiding for me because I used to, I wanted to 
respond to comments but I kept telling myself maybe I will be saying the right thing or the wrong thing maybe I can't respond to all of the comments that's a lot of work maybe I can find a bot to respond for the comments for me maybe I can find a bot to answer my messages maybe I can find a bot to uh, or something to uh, reply to the emails instead of me and so on and what I've learned from this, from using automation, is that yes, automation is good, but you have to be very, very careful around the areas that you want to automate in your business. And no matter how much you automate in your business, you need to have that human element to it, or else it won't get you the results you want, and it won't feel good on the inside. I tested that. Mistake number four is doubting my business. Now, I don't know about you, but when anyone is new to the online space and they want to start a digital business where they sell an online course or a digital product or something digital, people keep telling them you have to create free content first and then you build an email list and some social media following and then you start selling to those people. Okay, this is one way to go, but it's not the only way to go. Because when I started, when nobody knew who I am, I didn't have even a website yet. And I taught my courses on Udemy and people bought those courses from me without seeing any of my free content. I hadn't created content yet. Yet there were people who bought my courses, learned from them, gave me reviews and bought my courses again over and over and over. Most of my um, energy when I was getting started was towards creating more and more courses for that marketplace for people to learn from me and for me to start making money and seeing profit. After that, like after my fourth course, I started thinking about building an email list. It wasn't the other way around. So after I started growing and taking a lot of courses, I saw everyone going that specific way of free content, email list, and then sell. Free content, email list, and then sell. So I started doubting myself. Am I doing something wrong here? Because they keep talking about money that I'm already making, but I'm not doing the same things they're doing. But all of them seem too professional and too big and too famous. Maybe I want to go that way. And what it cost me is I doubted a business model that was already working for me and I went ahead and tried to learn how to do things their way. And for a very, very uh, long amount of time, I couldn't, I couldn't uh, do it the way they do it. And I couldn't get back to doing the business the way I did. And I got stuck and I got burnt out and I was lost. And it took me a lot of time to, uh, a lot of time and effort and work uh, and mindset work around getting back to doing what I do best and loving it again after I felt like it lost its spark. Also, because there was a lot of posts, negative posts about course marketplaces, um, I saw uh, people that I admire and uh, I don't call them gurus. Uh, they're people that I admire and learn from. I saw them bashing Udemy and bashing course marketplaces and saying that they don't pay you enough and stuff like that. And I started looking at what I do in a different way. And that was, that was a mistake because when something is working for you, no matter what people say about it, okay, it's their opinion, they're entitled to it, but it doesn't mean that it's it's a fact. People's opinions about things are not facts. Fact is, this is working for me, I'm gonna keep doing that, and that's it. I am charging low prices, fine, if it works for me, that's okay. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And the final mistake that I'm calling myself out on today is hiding, because I am Egyptian, and... I've never been outside of Egypt. I've started this entire thing from home. I'm talking to you right now from my house in Alexandria, Egypt. And I kept 
being um, scared of different cultures, of dealing with people from countries that I haven't even visited. And most of my ideas about the outside international world came from TV and movies. And this is so stereotypical. And it shouldn't mean that what I'm seeing in the movies or in, in series or in anything like that is true, is, is the real people. So I was too scared to reply to comments. I was too scared to reply to messages. I was, oh my God, I would shake if someone asked me to start a conversation with them about anything, even about things that I'm really, really good at. And I know I'm good at those things, but no, don't tell me to talk to someone from Canada about that or from the US or UK or Brazil or France. No, no, no. And that thing, like, it cost me so much fun because I, I missed out on a lot uh, uh, before I started um, working on my mindset around that. Because once I changed my mindset around this and accepting that I may come from a different country, but we all have things in common that we can share our feelings about and share our thoughts about and share our expertise about, I started making friends from all over the world and it's so much fun to be uh it's nighttime here and morning time somewhere else but we're still talking we're texting um if both of us me and my friend are moms we're talking about mom guilt and children and school and homework and stuff like that even though we are from two different worlds so it's fun it's really fun and i'm so so glad that i did the work around this to not feel like um an outsider anymore and it even stopped me from accepting invitations to speak on more summits and be interviewed on more podcasts because I was too scared to say the wrong thing and offend someone without even knowing it. So hiding didn't serve me, but what I learned from it is that it costs you a lot if you don't do the mindset work around things that scare you. These are the biggest five mistakes I've made in the past five years. And boy, do I feel emotional right now because it's not easy for me to sit here and share them with the world. But I know in my heart that someone might listen to one or more of these and have an aha moment or an inspiration. So if this is you, make sure to share it with me in the comments. This is going to make my day. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know if any of this resonated with you or if you did the same mistakes as I did. And I cannot wait to see you on the next one.